Our mind is the most powerful tool we have, but sometimes the chaos of the world attempts to disrupt our focus and cloud our clarity. At this moment, it's important to remember we have complete control of our mind. You have the power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. Marcus Aurelius Hello, my fellow Stoics. Today on the show, we welcome Scott Lancaster, owner of Emerton Scott, whose Stoic-inspired jewelry celebrates virtue and excellence. Emerton Scott recently celebrated for being fully funded on Kickstarter. So, Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Daniel. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Firstly, uh, tell us a little bit about Emerton Scott. Yeah, so uh, Emerton Scott has been... um keeping me up very late at night <laughs> we obviously did the uh the kickstarter um things went well but uh yeah it's i mean it's a it's a long play we were really happy with how the customers are kind of receiving their necklaces and the feedback that we're getting so yeah all all's good to start off but yeah we're, it's, it's a long road ahead we're just uh we're just in focused and consistent nice yeah and, and your jewelry overall looks beautiful i mean how did you become interested in stoicism specifically and and how has it influenced both your life and emerton scott yeah good question so it, it all kind of started really randomly from my uh, my jiu-jitsu coach out in shanghai so i basically just asked him randomly you know do you have any books that you would recommend because he see like he's he was essentially one of the best um, jiu-jitsu practitioners in the whole of china and obviously china has 1.2 billion people in it so i'm like okay this guy probably knows something that I don't. So I need mean, I mean, to just kind of understand what his mindset's about. And uh, he said, Ryan Holiday, obstacle that's the way is probably a book which I would recommend to you, which is kind of where I think most people start when it comes to stoicism, right? Like something which is super palatable, you know, like sort of that, a nice entryway. And once I read that, to be honest with you, then it just it was all kind of uphill from there or downhill from there, you know, it was just kind of a, I was just became a little bit obsessed and just read pretty much everything that I'll get my hands on from that. Yeah, I, I think we're all a little aware of Ryan Holiday, you know, e- even just in passing. And the Daily Stoic is obviously a, very popular uh, at the moment, you know, and, and he's coming out with books all the time. And I, I, I've definitely seen seen his book and, and I've actually read his book, The Obstacle is the Way. And it's, it's a fantastic book and it's a really good uh, starter into uh, into stoicism and so with, with your with your business emerton scott like how um did you get involved or or involve stoicism in in building your your company yeah so it, it all started from stoicism when i looked to start any business and i've, I've got a couple of businesses running at the same time it all comes down to okay what can we do that's different that nobody else is doing and when I was looking around at, you know, kind of stoic related jewelry, I was just looking at stoic related, related products at first. I wasn't looking specifically for jewelry. And when I was seeing all these different pieces of jewelry, it seemed like they were super obvious. Like, for example, Daniel, they had Memento Mori plastered on the front. And I was like, who's going to wear that out in public? Like, seriously, like, <laughs> you know, I understand the, the meaning behind it, but come on man like if you wear that to the office or something you're going to get like you know you're going to get some funny looks so um 
I love the meaning behind the necklaces, but they, there was just a, a, a real lack of elegance, in my humble opinion, of, you know, and the ability to actually wear it and for it to, to pair well with an outfit and look like nice and cool. So that's where it all kind of started. I, I wanted to make sure that it was stoic related and that we communicated the messaging in a more abstract and a more simplistic way. And, and ultimately, I mean, we, we went through hundreds and hundreds of different designs for each of the meanings and each of the quotes. And uh, yeah, th thankfully, it, uh, it kind of all paid off in the end after a lot of a lot of hard work. I completely agree. I mean, there was a moment where I wanted to get, you know, stoic jewelry or, or stoic um, like coins or, or something to kind of keep as like a memento throughout the day mm -hmm. to kind of help me remember, like ground myself into the, the stoic principles. And I do remember seeing all the ones that were like memento mori or amor fati, you know, and, and not that it was, um, you know, uh, they didn't look good, but I completely agree there, there's a bit of an elegance to it that I kind of was looking for. And um, I really like the way your designs are very minimalistic. And when you look at them, they also have, their purpose they, they serve that purpose and um it, it helps you in, in realizing that the design signifies something and that's one thing i really enjoy from from your uh, jewelry set and it's it, yeah of course uh so can you give an example of a time when you drew on stoic principles uh both in your personal or in your professional life yeah um, i think I think we're kind of constantly drawn from them to different degrees, right? So on, you know, like a, a, a daily basis, right? Like something like a little spanner can be thrown into the works and you just kind of have to realize that, you know, maybe this is outside my control and you just need to, you know, keep trying to solve problems as best as you can. Um, but then kind of bigger things happen in life, right? Like, like huge things happen in life and which are far more testing and, you know, demand a little bit more resilience and um ultimately it's you know it, during those times you like that's when you really really start to lean on um you know like certain quotes that really kind of you know resonate with you and and thinking you know like you know marcus aurelius back in the day the amount of shit that he was dealing with back then is you know it's you know he dealt with a lot of crazy stuff right all at the same time whilst being a very important person within his community and it's it's just a case of right okay you need to kind of put things into perspective a little bit and and understand that yeah you're dealing with something very very hard right now you're dealing with something very challenging but ultimately there have been people who are you know no no better no worse than you and they all begin with you know with nothing but resilience and uh, a really strong mindset and i think that's empowering i think that's super empowering i think that all of us have, you know, that, that that kind of internal power if we if we can channel it properly and if we can, you know, really kind of lean on the things which empower us at the times that matter. Yeah, I think we can all agree that running a business is is not easy, you know, and all of the contractual things, the people you employ, uh, also externalities like the economy or or stakeholders and things like that. It's it's not easy. You know, so having those stoic principles, um, you know, thinking back to Marcus Aurelius's time and, you know, trying to remain moderate or, or temperate 
and uh, controlling only what is within your control. I, I can see how that is a very powerful way to, to both live your life, but also, um, you know, lead your lead your company. So uh, I commend you on that, especially with maintaining the, the, the stoic principles uh, with, with your jewelry company. So how did stoicism inform your approach to design, design and decision making in your jewelry company? And, and more specifically, I, I guess, if you can choose a particular jewelry set that you really um, um, had the best time making, um, how did you use, utilize uh, stoicism to help you to help the approach to building that design? Yeah, great question. So I think it will always probably be either the Claria or the Mentor, just because of the the effect that it kind of had on me personally, uh, simply through its meaning. So the, the, the Claria and the Mentor are fairly similar in the case that they were kind of the first designs that we ever created. Those are the designs where I kind of said, okay, maybe we're onto something here. Um, and ultimately it's all based around having inner clarity and keeping out the chaos of the outside world, right? Which is something which I think, you know, at some point we all kind of um, are challenged with, right? We all kind of have to come across that. Um, with all we're trying to do is just, you know, focus on our life and do our thing. And there are these external, you know, this external chaos, which is trying to kind of batter in and try to make, you know, things harder than what they need to be. And that was, I think that was kind of the turning point, Daniel, for me, it was that, moment of seeing the message encapsulated in that in that very simple design which still looked elegant still looked you know cool like it's something that you can wear with pretty much anything that comes in gold and silver so you can match it with different outfits and it just it, it like it, it really resonated with me personally i was like okay like like i would wear this like i would actually wear this and i do wear it pretty much every single day depending on my outfit and depending if you know whatever, whatever i'm doing but that, that was kind of like the moment that was the one design which kind of really helped me understand that right okay maybe we're onto something and maybe this is going to be something that other people are going to resonate with as well yeah you know i really love that interconnectedness um a comment that you made you know everything is connected in in, in a sort of way where you know you have your influence over certain things but at the same time things are going to happen however they will um, you can only control what is within your immediate sphere, which is in your mind and or in your actions and reactions. And so holding on to that that piece of jewelry, um, it, the one that I the one that I have, you know, it looks absolutely beautiful. And then that's something that I hold dear to me as well. When I whenever I look at it, I'm like, I have to remember that we are all connected in, in some way. And that's the. So some of the principles of stoicism, but also uh, how much how much influence do we actually have within that connectedness? Uh, and it, it helps us remain a little more grounded and, and focused. Yeah, so 100%. In, in what ways do you hope to spread stoic philosophy through your business? Well, I guess it just kind of comes down to what you mentioned there, Dan, like just being the reminder, at least for the jewelry collection now, I just wanted to serve as a reminder that, you know, maybe someone is just having, you know, a really shitty, really, really bad time. And maybe, you know, if anything, you know, 
at the end of the day, like I'm not I'm not gonna say it, man, okay, you know, buy this jewelry and it's gonna solve every single problem in your life. It's not like that, right? Like it's not as easy as that. But mm-hmm. by just having that little kind of that little message or that little thing just to lean on. Like I've even found myself sometimes like got a hundred percent transparency. Sometimes, like especially last year, especially last year, we uh lot lost a uh, like business is business, right? Like money comes and goes and all that sort of stuff. Personal stuff. That that that's that that's where that's what matters. Last last year we like it was it was super super difficult. Um, you know everyone had, I think had a bit of a difficult year over the past couple of years, but and last year in particular, um, I lost a um, a baby with my girlfriend at the time, and and that that was harder than anything in business that I've ever experienced in my entire life. And during that during that time. Um, it was, it, it, it was unimaginable. Like I've never, I've never understood, like, it, it, seriously, it was like, without, like, beyond words, the amount of powerlessness that, that, that you kind of felt during that time. And I had to be strong for, you know, both my, my girlfriend, both for, you know, family, for myself, um, for my friends as well, like around me who, you know, still needed support from me. Um, I still needed to run my business list and do whatever I was doing, stay mentally and physically fit. Um, and just to try and balance all that whilst having that sort of that, that burden and that sort of like situation in play, like regardless of whether it's a piece of jewelry or it's a quote that you write down on a napkin, it doesn't matter then, to be honest. I could, like, if someone doesn't buy our, our jewelry, I don't care. What I want is, I want the jewelry and Emmett and Scott, um, and we're always going to be kind of story-related and, you know, kind of sharing a positive message, right? God's honest truth, I don't care what happens with the business as long as it impacts people's lives positively. And I've already had messages from people. My friend Chris reached out to me randomly, like, a week ago, I had the message. I literally posted it on my Instagram story because he literally reached out and he said, "The way that you're kind of doing this, you know, this positive thing, the, the way you're sharing, you know, these messages, and introduced me to Stoic philosophy because he's actually started reading about it now. He was he was depressed before, thinking about taking his life over the last kind of couple of months, and for him, for him to reach out and say that just one person, just one person, just reaching out." It means the like it means the world. It makes all this hard work it means it makes everything so worthwhile. And I mean that. I, I don't care whether it's a message written on a napkin or whether it's one one of our pieces of jewelry. I do not care. What I care about is doing something meaningful and receiving little messages like that just to reassure us that we're on the right track. That beautifully said. I mean, I completely agree with uh, you know. Business is business, obviously, but it's really that impact that, that you're looking for is looking for your leaving your mark on this world. Right. And, and knowing that even if people pass by it, whether they buy it or not, it resonated with them enough to say, you know what, we I think we all need a little bit more um, inner inner help as far as what stoicism can do for you. Uh, it's it's for some people it, it even is just uh, like a mantra that they say to themselves and that's totally fine it's yeah. b- but but it's that daily reminder and some people need something tangible some people need something physical and that's something that emerton scott helps out with 
but at the same time, you're, you, you're absolutely right. You know, it is, it can also be just looking at something and, and having that be a reminder, that impact, even just somebody you speak to. And I commend you for, you know, for helping people out in, in, in their time of need. But even then that, that interaction that you had with that person was so impactful. It allowed that person to open their eyes to, to the philosophy of stoicism so they can uh, become better for themselves. So how do you balance the commercial aspect of, of running your business with the philosophical aspects of stoicism? And, and I suppose I'm a little interest, more interested in, let's say, like um, um, the virtue of or, or the virtues in general. Right. So like justice and or moderation, courage, like how do you balance that commercial aspect of, the, of running it with uh, the application of stoicism? Yeah, so it's. I think again, it's, it's just it, it is just a balance, you know. We, you know, you, you have the four virtues, and some days one is going to be in play far more than the others, right? I think that the most important thing for me is is just trying to, just 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 trying to stay present and super grateful, because when you're running a business and obviously with personal life as well, stoicism has helped me at least in two ways it's helped me gain clarity of mind and understand that you know shit's going to hit the fan and you need to just keep moving forward whether you cry about it whether you um you know kind of try and ignore it it's always going to be there so you need to you might as well solve it while you're there right instead of just leaving it to sort of fester and just build up and, and grow and get bigger so i think that's the first thing but again just 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 kind of being grateful for it man like when you think short term you're kind of thinking all right okay like you know how much money is in the bank account or you know how much food is in the fridge or what type of clothes do i wear or what car am i driving what house do i want and if we if we, if we really take a step back and if we really really think about it none of that really matters like it really doesn't as long as we've got a roof over our head as long as we are you know being a good person ultimately, which I think is something that stoicism, you know, really helps with. Just trying to make the right decisions and not kind of falling into, you know, hunting for dopamine, you know, scrolling through our phones all day and, you know, not eating healthy foods, not taking care of ourselves, um, you know, treating people badly. As, as long as as long as we just focus on trying to be a good person. And as simple as that sounds, it sounds super cliche and it sounds super fluffy, but like what else actually what else actually is there you know like we can have a, a better car we can have a um you know a bigger house we can have a, a pool we have, what, what is this stuff you know you get a certain level of creature like creature comforts and then after that it's all just excessive bullshit to be honest like you know like we don't actually need it um but you know it's, I, I suppose it's a kind of a fun game but honestly just trying to stay super present trying to stay grateful for you know the the, the the few things that I actually try to have, I don't like having excessive stuff. I actually asked myself a question, which sources I'm really inspired actually, Daniel, funnily enough. I sold all my stuff last year um, because it was, it was a little bit of a chaotic year. So I really wanted to kind of refresh things and have like a hard reset. I sold all my stuff in my apartment, everything. Everything that I own right now fits in two, stu two suitcases and one backpack. And I did that because I started to realize how completely... Um, useless most of my um, 
material possessions were. Um, they didn't have any meaning, you know, much like the, you know, like the, the Emmett and Scott's necklaces, right? They actually had a purpose. They had a, really, a reason for existing. I realized that I didn't actually use much, many of the things that I, I owned. So I just got rid of them. And it was like a weight off my shoulders. And what that, what that kind of did for me was it really helped me to focus on the things that mattered. And as a result, instead of focusing on, you know, what stuff can I buy this week to make me feel better about myself? I started focusing on, okay, if I buy this thing, will I use it for 10 years or more? And when you reframe things like that, everything changes. Because you're like, right, okay. Okay, these pair of shoes may not last for 10 years, but if I if I could have them for 10 years and they stayed perfectly, you know, in condition, would I still like them? And it helps you to kind of reframe your purchase decisions a lot better because now you're making decisions for the long term as opposed to, you know, what can I buy now to kind of make me feel better about myself or what's the latest craze or the latest trend? It just changes everything completely. And again, it just helps you focus on things that matter. Very bold of you. <laughs> you know, just uh, I, I completely <laughs> agree with that. Just recently, I uh, uh, kind of threw away a lot of the a, a lot of my shirts and, and just went on a. I was a target and just decided, you know what? I'm only going to wear black shirts, black, or I, I also bought white shirts, but like black and white, I threw everything else out. And it, it, it really reminds you of like, we don't really need everything else. Everything else is just a co like controlling perception. That's really what the material possessions do. It, it controls our internal perception of how we feel about ourselves, but also has influence with how, people perceive us as well. And and as the Stoics say, none of that really matters at the end of the day. What matters is your present moment. What actions you're doing today that make that impact. And yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think it's that cliche. I actually think it's a very it's very beautifully said. You know, Marcus, Marcus Aurelius often often says, all you're given is is today. And uh, and it, that was a very uh, Seneca thing of you to do. I mean, uh, I, I think I rec can recall Seneca would write that he would um, actually like go, I would say a couple of days to, to weeks where he would not give himself any of the luxuries that he did have. And all he would drink and eat is just bread and, and water with just clothes, just like the clothes that he has on his back. And that's it. And he would just wander for a few days to kind of remind himself that the material things that we have will stay here. All that we do have is what's in the present moment. I, I think that's an excellent way to actually practice the balance of your own virtue too, to balance out what is it that I actually need in this life? And what is it not only that I need, but also what do I want to give back to it? What kinds of things do I want to create and leave behind? And I think actually that that is not cliche at all, in my opinion. I think more people actually need to do that for it to be a cliche. <laughs> I think more people need to mm. balance themselves out a little bit more by ridding themselves of the things that they actually don't necessarily need. So as far as uh, your future business, like how do you envision the future of your business and how does stoicism continue to play a role in, in those plans? Well, we... We certainly have plans uh, for the future. So we have two new products, which we're currently developing um, behind the scenes. The first is uh, a journal, which is essentially going to be an adaptive system. Because obviously, you know, 
as individuals, we're constantly growing, we're constantly learning, our lives change. So we want to make a system or a journaling system which can help you be more productive, can help you achieve your goals, but that also adapts with you and uses technology to adapt with you all the time as things change and as things kind of, you know, grow and become a little bit more complex. But one of the things which I think is super important when we're trying to build something like that is just keeping things super, super simple. I have been doing a lot of research in regards to, you know, the best journaling productivity systems out there. And I, I kind of switch off after a couple of minutes because it's super complicated. Like you've got to do this, then you've got to do your weekly, your monthly, your yearly, then you've got to do this. And kind of, you know, there's, there's a million and one parts to just getting your daily list done. Like what just happened? Like whatever happened to just journaling, getting all of your emotions out ultimately. So you can kind of really structure your thoughts. So it's not kind of just mixing around in your head and then, planning from there and then you know me keeping things super super simple and minimalist because that's how things get done by keeping things simple as humans we tend to overcomplicate things so that's the first thing that we're kind of working on and we're excited about and the second is a, a watch collection which is kind of very much linked to the um, the necklaces and the the jewelry side of things but we don't want to just do a watch collection we want to really maybe take you know Epictetus, Seneca, and Marcus Aurelius, and create an, an abstract piece which is focused around their specific teachings and their way of life, so we can really get something that you know resonates with the the Stoic audience and can remind them again of you know that time is precious. You know we're not here forever, so we need to be grateful for every second that we have. Um, so yeah, those are the two things that we're working on right now that we're excited about, but still a little bit of a way off. It's going to probably be the end of 2023 by the time those uh, are rocking around. Wow. Well, I will be following up with that because that the both the journal and especially the watch collection, that is, I've never heard of a, a Stoic-inspired watch collection. That actually sounds incredibly unique. Um, and honestly, I look forward to it, uh, to, to seeing that, especially with uh, the concept of, of pulling in time is limited. Um, so to speak, right? And what's important is the here and now, and and you're reminded each time you look at that clock. That's beautiful. I, I'm actually really excited about that, and, and you know, um, can't wait to hear more about it in, in the near future. So, as far as uh, advice to the listeners, um, how or what kind of advice would you give them in incorporating stoicism into their lives, or or if they're looking to start a business? Well, I, I, I certainly don't think I'm in a position to give anybody advice on how to live their lives, <laughs> um, especially when it comes to the sources. <laughs> I think uh, I can, I can maybe, I can maybe give my opinion on on the business side of things because that's something which I'm, you know, I'm very passionate about. It's something that I do every day, and I, I work with startups, you know, myself uh, with my branding agency, Clementine House, to help them start businesses. So. If any of your listeners are looking to start a business, I can maybe give them a little bit of advice in regards to how to approach that using stoicism. And ultimately it all comes down to like just starting and doing things your own way. I think that I've got this reputation within all my friends and people who really know me of being annoyingly optimistic. Like I always think the best is gonna happen. And then 
I generally just learn from all the mistakes that I make. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs and people who start businesses, if you're wanting to start a business, some people don't want to start a business and that's fine. I think that, you know, I wish sometimes, you know, when I'm up at, you know, 3 a.m. fixing something <laughs> in the business that I, that I didn't, you know, wasn't so sort of business-minded and entrepreneurial, but um, ultimately I think that building the plane after taking off is kind of the the analogy that a lot of people try to use or maybe um building the parachute after jumping something like that some sort of analogy of that sense but but that's kind of how you have to approach it and it's actually being stoicism that has you know constantly reminds you that one day you're going to die all of this you know as you said daniel all of these materialistic possessions everything that you do everyone that knows you is not going to remember you basically you are here for a very short period of time in the grand scheme of things and you've got a very short period of time to actually make an impact and do whatever you want to do i do not want to be in my rocking chair at 80 years old 70 years old whenever that may happen whenever my knees give away and um and regret not doing something i think that that is the worst feeling ever regretting not doing something which i wish i did and that's that's my only piece of advice that i can give to someone to be honest just don't regret anything just do it and i hope our fellow stoics were we're all going to live by that philosophy you know it's we we are only here for a short period of time and you know with realizing that do what you want to do and more importantly in your own way i often see these gurus on online for example it's like they always sometimes they have like a checklist of things and and it kind of i i realize that it scares me sometimes thinking oh man this person has this checklist of things and when you don't reach it or don't have it it kind of feels daunting to know oh well i can't start yet but in reality no just because you can't start based on that person's checklist or based on their advice then do it your own way because you know, you don't have that much time in life and you want to, you want to, as you say, be on your rocking chair, you know, when your knees give out, knowing that you at least tried and, and that can bring some sort of fulfillment, even if it's not successful, it's done in your own way. And that's, what's important that you feel uh, grateful for the attempt at the very least at starting something that you feel passionate about. That's it. You always learn as well. That's that, that, that's the thing, Daniel. Like you, you probably know from you know this podcast and other things that you've done, right? The first day is always the hardest because you're just getting up there and you suck at whatever you're doing. You literally suck, and you need to go into it understanding that you're going to suck. You're going to be bad at whatever you're doing, but gradually over time you get better. You get less sucky, right? You get less you know bad at the thing that you're doing. But if you, but if you enjoy doing it anyway, then like what's what's the difference you know you're going to get better over time whatever you do you know no one was perfect the first time they tried something so just go into it with zero expectations and ultimately you know you're going to improve over time anyway and it's it's super super simple advice but it's sometimes the best advice is the simplest it's the thing that we should be listening to the most and it's like other aspects of our life as well like people chris for example who reached out to me he was like, oh, like, what would you advise me to do? I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to advise you to do anything. You know, like, I've never been depressed. I've never, you know, kind of been in that realm. But 
what I can say is try and get high quality sleep, eat well, go to the gym, lift heavy stuff, and don't scroll through social media all day. And me, myself, when I fall into any of those four and I see any of those four kind of tipping off, like if I don't get good quality sleep, if I eat junk food too much, if I scroll through social media too much, I can feel myself getting sucked in to that, to, to that, to a different mindset, to kind of a different world almost. And I have to kind of pull myself out of it. If you can do like those four things, it's, it, it's going to help to, to, to at the very least, give you a solid foundation to build upon. But people try to think about step Z, step, step Y, and they're trying to overcomplicate things again. Keep things super simple. Just minimize things. Keep things super, super, super simple and limit your distractions. Don't have, you know, tons of junk food in the cupboard because you're going to eat it. Every time I go to my mom's, every time I go to my mom's, Daniel, it's like a test of willpower. She has cakes. She has everything that I want, everything that I wish I could eat without, you know, without any, you know, repercussions. But by having it there, it's, it's a constant temptation. You can't put yourself in that position. You have to make it easy for you to have a healthier life and a healthy mindset. And you need to create as much friction as possible to eat sweets and do bad things because that's going to, that's going to serve you better over the long term. In, in my humble opinion, but you know, what do I know? I'm 31 years old, about to be 32, and I've still got a hell of a lot to learn. So yeah, take everything that I say with a pinch of salt. But for as long as we live, we will continue to learn how to live. I, I completely agree. And I mean, and, and like you multiple times already at this point, um, it's your journey. Whatever your small step is, take it. It's just as with Nike, just do it, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but whatever that journey is for you, you got to take that step. Don't take somebody else's step. It's yours, you know. So it is so Scott, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners about your journey of stoicism or jewelry company or any other comments? I think we've uh, I think we've pretty much covered everything. I really, really appreciate you you having me on. Um obviously, you know, we'll 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 catch up in regards to the the watch collection and I'd love to actually have you as part of the 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 development of the journal as well just to kind of get your honest feedback and um you know if we can share it with your listeners as well that's going to be incredible i'd love them to be part of the whole development process so maybe we can set something up like that and um yeah like i'm sure we can figure something out in regards to you know giving your uh, listeners some sort of you know special uh, pricing or something on the on the necklaces because ultimately we want to reach as many people as possible and you know if it's something that they're interested in we'd love to make it easy for them to get one of um, one of them in their hands. So yeah, we let, let's have a chat offline and we can set something like that up hundred percent. Yeah. So all the listeners right now, keep in touch and uh, you know, we'll definitely uh, put something out for, for everybody. Thank you so much, Scott. I, I really appreciate the time as well. It was a, uh, it was a joy having you on the, on the show and learning more about Emerton Scott and, and, and obviously the future too. Really excited about what's to come. So thank you again, Scott. Really appreciate it. Pleasure was all mine, so thank you so much, Daniel. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review. 
wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps out the show. If you would like to check out Stoic Sage merch or read the blog, please go to stoicsage.co. Also, give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook, and I wish you well, my fellow Stoics, on your path to sagehood.